0: Hello and welcome to Connect with Courage. Here we're talking about how we can build courage and connection in our lives. Because courage makes a life bigger and connection makes a life so much better. I'm your friend and host on the show. My name is Gabriel Pesche, and I'm so glad you're joining in for today's episode. Where we're going to talk about how to build flow into our lives. How to get more frequent flow experiences and how to enjoy our work a lot more. Because when we are courageous, we are doing stuff. And also we want to have fun while doing it. Now there's two, like, on, if you see a spectrum of work and not working, there's like two um, big ends of the whole thing. One thing is, you know, um, you, you got to work hard and you got to push through things and all the strategy and stuff. And and if you're worried and anxious, no matter, just push through it. And on the other side, there's like, oh, maybe just drink pina colada on the beach all day. And you know both things have, we have to do sometimes, but there's a place in the middle which is very enjoyable and very productive at the same time, and it's called flow. Just in the last weeks, I've been playing a few games online, and I was just amazed. Like you know, like what what does it make make it make it, make it, What does it make us play them and keep playing them? I figured out it's because we it get us into a state of, of flow. Now, how how do they do that? Do that? they give us a clear goal on what to do right in the game you always have a clear goal what to do and they give us a challenge that is, that is right at our skill level or just a tiny bit above it and once our skills improve they give us a slightly bigger challenge you know you, that, that's why they have different levels and the interesting thing is and the great thing is that we can use the same principle and apply it to our work now we don't need for somebody to give us the perfect perfect work. We don't need to find our dream job. What we can do is we can apply these principles today in the work we're doing today to get to make it more engaging and to get closer to a flow state a lot of the time. Now, what is flow? What what, what is a flow state? It's a flow is a state you know. If, For some moment, you're playing games or you're having a conversation that you just don't want to end because it's just so enjoyable. These are flow states, and we have them sporadically. But knowing what flow is, we can, we can, we can modulate the activities we do to help us get into the state a lot more often, a lot more frequently. There are eight characteristics of a flow state. Number one we are confronting a task that we have a chance of actually completing. So it's something that we we, we could do. Number two, there's a concentration and focus on what we are doing. Number three, the task has clear goals. Number four, the task provides immediate feedback. Number five, there's a sense of involvement where awareness of everyday worries just drops away. Number six, there's a sense of control or even mastery. Number seven, self-consciousness disappears. And a stronger positive sense of self emerges after the task. Isn't it just wonderful? Number eight, the sense of time is altered. Hours seem to pass by in minutes or seconds feel stretched into minutes or hours. And people in flow, they report a deep sense of satisfaction. So this is a great way to, to work. And for most of us, flow is actually a lot easier to achieve than we realize. We just have to modulate what you're doing a bit. The first thing we have to do is set ourselves a clear goal. A clear goal for what we're going to do next. And number two, we need to find the right balance between challenge and skill. The task should be challenging enough to be engaging, but not so challenging as that it would be frustrating and the skill level like if we can't bring the challenge down we might just might need to bring our skill level up it's called learning and it's, yeah that's that's just what we need to do now we are going to combine the flow thing with the practice we we talked about last time interstitial journaling and this can really help us to get closer to a flow state now in interstitial, interstitial journaling, the first thing you do is you write about what you just did before. You know, which what test did I just complete? Did I really complete it? And you can also ask yourself, like, how did I feel? And looking forward, you're asking yourself the question of what am I going to do and how and how am I going to approach this? And for this question of how am I going to approach this, this is where you can you can really... Modulated for flow. For example, if you're but when you're looking forward to the task, you feel like apathy, boredom, you know, relaxation. It this this means that the challenge is lower than your skill level. Or like when why you're doing it when you're feeling like if you're feeling apathy, boredom, or relaxation, why you're doing it? The challenge is lower than your skill level. And this might, might mean you just need to up the goal a bit, make it a bit more difficult, a bit more challenging. For example, if you have very mundane tasks, like typing something into a spreadsheet, you could like, you know, like put on some music and try to type in the rhythm of the music, for example, make it a bit more challenging. Or you can, you can set a time limit. Say, okay, I want to put it in faster, you know and set a timer some people do this for email they they just say okay I want to get through email okay I'm going give myself 30 minutes and say how quick how many emails can I get through in 30 minutes and just do it as quickly as possible if the, if the challenge is just about right for your skill level you're gonna feel either control flow or arousal now control and arousal they're not exactly like flow states But they're very close. And if you get there very often to this state, that that means that you figured out a way how to make the challenge and skill level match. You know, make the challenge just a bit lower, a bit, bit higher than your skill level. And this means that you will get into flow much more often because you're already very close. Now, when the challenge is bigger than your skill level, you might feel anxiety or worry. And if you're anxious and frustrated, you know, Flow is about about having fun while you're working. It's about being happy and satisfied and and enjoying the thing you're doing. And of course, we want to have bigger goals than our current level of capacity, but we don't want to have have them so big that we get frustrated and just give up. So we can modulate that. And because a lot of the times, a hard activity prevents us from getting into flow because the goal we have in mind is just too far outside our comfort zone. It's just too far outside and when you're feeling anxious and frustrated just ask ourselves can I change the goal can I pick an earlier milestone you, you, you can always move the goal post to make your activity more engaging I remember while in running you know just instead of looking at the end goal, just okay where's the next tree okay can I go until the next tree or when when going for a ride with my bicycle and it just got very hard I just told myself, okay, I don't need to go up the whole hill. I just want to go up till you know the next signpost over there. And then to the next signpost. And by moving this goalpost, you you see that you accomplish it and you get feedback on how you're doing. Maybe you need to go a bit slower, you know. The pace the pacing is very important. And just by doing this, you get you, you, you get the goal out from this you know, anxiety, frustrating frustrating, anxious place into one that feels more achievable. That's why why writers, what what we do as writers is for the first thing we do, first first draft we write, we put the bar really, really low. Some call it the, the shitty first draft. You just get it all out there. Like put quality far off into the future. Just focus on getting your thoughts out. And working quality later. That's one way of, of of getting the the goalpost lower, and and actually you can get into to flow. You just write the first draft. That's one thing we need, we, need, we 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 know. And uh, also we can learn some new skills. Sometimes we need to do to do that. And and those those skills we learn some skills, and then we can move the activity into the area of flow because the other challenge. It's just a bit above our skill level. When we move up our skills, we get into flow. Now, interstitial journaling it can really help us to catch where we are. What, what do we feel when we do something? Do we feel anxious and worried? Okay, now let's see. Can I pick an earlier milestone? Can I just you know pick the very first next step, make that a goal? Or if you feel just bored, you know, just bored, bored to death. Okay, can I make this more challenging? Can I can I give myself a time limit? And I've heard people doing this for doing the dishes with the family. Okay, let's set a challenge here. Um, like give it, let's give ourselves ten minutes, fifteen minutes, and work all together. And can we get this done in, in fifteen minutes? And you make a challenge out of that, and, and now now all of a sudden it gets engaging, and it's like it's like magic, and people just engage and just just do it, right? But before nobody wants to do it. So that's a way how we can modulate activities. And we can see here that we have a lot more agency than we might think. And even the most mundane tasks can become, you know, engaging, more engaging, or the most worrisome tasks can, you, we can work at them step by step, or we can build our skill levels to meet the challenge. So interested journaling definitely can help us. Notice, are we in a place of boredom and, you know, apathy or too much relaxation or are we just in in a place of control and arousal where we can get into flow or even are we in flow right and you know getting there is i mean working in the flow state is just an amazing place to be in you can you can have this when you're working by yourself and you can also have this in groups i certainly had it when teaching i had these moments it's just the whole class was just there we were just you know just clicking clicking together like one team and you're working on something and everybody was engaged and you could tell it's just the best. And if you want to learn more about group flow, I will link an article in the show notes as well. And also if you want to go back into uh, the elements of flow or uh, how you can adapt it also, and how you can adapt it with interstitial journaling, I will share this in the show notes for you to go back to. You can find them at uh, the website gabrielpecher.com. That's Gabriel. P E C H E R dot com. All right. Until next time, I hope you will find a way to get into some flow experiences because you can do it. It's totally in your hands. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye bye.